नमस्ते वेलकम टू आवर पॉडकास्ट एंड दिस टाइम इट विल बी ऑन कल्चरल अप्रोप्रिएशन एंड योगा दिस टॉपिक कैन बी समटाइम्स इमोशनल आई विल ट्राई माई बेस्ट टू कीप इट ऑब्जेक्टिव सिंपल एंड मे बी लाइट वी शुड नॉट टेक थिंग्स टू सीरियसली एंड देन गेट अपसेट वी आर ट्राइंग टू गेट सम परस्पेक्टिव एंड अंडरस्टैंड अबाउट दिस टॉपिक because of late i am getting a lot of uh, private messages on this uh, uh, topic connected to this topic so i this is the their long time pending i wanted to talk about this so cultural appropriation let us uh, first uh, look into this word when we are using cultural appropriation it means culture so anything associated with a group of people based on their uh, Uh, ethnicity religion geography or social environment so this might include their beliefs traditions festivals language objects um ideas behaviors customs values different institutions institutions like marriage so, so many things so this is a culture so culture when we say culture means it's anything associated with a a group of uh, uh, people uh, with their based on their ethnicity religion or geography or even social environment and what is appropriation appropriation if we want to translate in a simple way it is a stealing plagiarizing appropriation refers to something that doesn't belong to you um and they are defining it as something that belong that doesn't belong to you and most often when a dominant group takes something from the minority group uh, that has been historically been exploited or oppressed that is how they are defining that appropriation i don't completely agree to this because sometimes it can be the other way round um so but let us uh, stick to it and try to understand so this uh, cultural appropriation means it is the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of the customs practices ideas of one people or society by the members of another and typically more dominant people are the of the society so essentially what it's being understood now is that the more dominant people uh, are uh, part of the society takes away something belonging to the others uh, without acknowledging or in an inappropriate way of adopting to their customs practices ideas uh, or any of their beliefs or values or functions or celebrations or institutions all that so they can be anything it is it applies to all the intellectual properties artifacts dance clothing and fashion language music food and religion in makeup in tattoos uh, in uh, religious symbols uh, in different practices wellness practices in clothing so all this it applies to all these uh, areas it's a, it's so it's it applies to our entire uh, gamut of life we we won't go into all those things 
but essentially in a simple way we want to look at uh, cultural appropriation it is like stealing uh, with a purpose or with a vested interest or it can be stealing um, and not acknowledging of course stealing when somebody steals they won't acknowledge so cultural appropriation means i take away belonging to someone and i won't acknowledge and sometimes this taking away can be with a vested interest which may hurt the other group financially uh, economically uh, or i may do this appropriation deliberately to denigrate cultural denigration uh, i will try to insult them or mock at them um, or uh, just make a mockery of those things i'm joking so this is possible so now if we look into it in our yogic perspective because i am sticking to um, the yoga community and people who are practicing yoga predominantly it can be applied to any other area of our life lot of examples can be taken you can lot of material is available on google so you can look into it but if we stick to the field of yoga nowadays a lot of people are saying that uh, the community the indian community or uh, some others whenever the western people are teaching yoga uh, it is being considered as cultural appropriation i don't accept that at all because cultural appropriation when we are saying whenever it is a taken uh without acknowledging and with an intention of maybe denigrating or we taking away for the sake of uh, uh, financial gain then we can say that uh, it is appropriation whereas when people are practicing yoga and then they are teaching it is definitely not appropriation if it follows certain things the first thing is a proper learning whenever we are teaching when we want to teach something we need to learn properly it is nothing to do with appropriation or belonging to something else anything we want to teach we need to learn properly for example science it is not belonging only to the west science is an uh, universal phenomena sometime uh, people used to think that uh, science is only from the west but if we look into the indian tradition uh, the indian uh, the vedas which are 7 to 10000 years old they talk about earth being a sphere in 100 times 100 places but the whole world was believing till 1600s that earth was flat though in the vedas it is very clearly mentioned bhugola earth is a sphere mentioned in many places similarly in the vedas it talks about nine planets nava graha nava is nine graha is planet so they were talking about nine planets uh, thousands of years before and zero was invented the number zero was invented by aryabhatta in india so many other things such things were there so if you look at carefully because without zero nothing is there ones and zeros only the whole uh, computer uh, thing has come up so it's not uh confined to any particular group or uh, religion or uh, society 
but whenever it is being taken from someone it needs to be acknowledged so much before that acknowledgement i would like to talk about first proper learning so if i want to say teach physics i need to learn physics properly before i become a teacher first i have to be a student and i have to learn so there is no branch in this world where we can become teachers uh, in in a short time in one month in yoga only there is this one month yoga teacher training courses where a person is declared as a yoga teacher in less than a month's time but if you honestly look at any branch in this entire world in one month you cannot be declared as a teacher so what is needed is proper learning the next one is correct understanding when i am learning something i need to understand it also properly so proper learning correct understanding these two are essential for any uh, sharing if i want to share if i want to teach first i have to learn if i want to teach swimming to someone i first have to know swimming if i want to teach driving to someone i should know driving so so even with the in the in the branch of yoga then the question of reverence for example whenever we are using some of the symbols which are used in the other cultures we need to have a reverence for example i used to go to the church um though i was a hindu i used to go to the church i used to read bible but when i used to go to the church i used to go with a sense of reverence and i used to also enquire the systems which they follow so i used to try my best to follow the way they they are doing the things maybe i will not be able to do it exactly the way they are doing but at least to an extent the way they bow down or the way they show the cross so these things uh, i used to enquire and then um then exhibit them so it is it is a uh, reverence the attitude with which we go if we are having reverence even if we sometimes make a mistake we will have the ability to correct it ready to accept a mistake and change for example if i am not uh, appropriate in my expressions then if i understand my expression then i can always uh, accept my mistake and can change it so expression then comes the right expression appropriate expression like for example uh, some of the expressions like putting tattoos putting tattoos so in the hindu system uh, all the uh, pictures of deities are considered as uh, as uh, uh, what you call uh, holy like the picture of ganesha or kali or durga or vishnu shiva all these are considered as uh, holy symbols like om symbol of om or any of the mantras they are all considered as holy considered as uh, being divine they are considered as higher so if i am putting a tattoo of them if i am putting them um, on my on my foot it is considered as uh, ir uh, irreverential it is not considered a reverence uh, similarly like we don't touch anything with our feet if there is a book in front of me i won't touch my book with my foot so someone may ask what is wrong in it uh, the simple thing is there was a story uh, swami vivekananda he was asked uh, the same question by someone one king asked him what is wrong if i touch the uh, picture of a god with my foot Uh, then he asked 
a minister was there by the side he asked his minister please can you bring a picture of uh, your king uh, so he brought a picture a portrait then uh, he asked this minister keep that portrait on the ground and uh, stamp your foot on that photo he said i cannot do that then he said it is only a photo of your king he is not the king then uh, the king understood is representation the picture is a representation of the thing like for example if the picture of my father or mother is on the ground i won't push it with my foot i will pick it up and put it uh, aside so that is what we call as a reverence so we don't touch books uh, with our foot because book uh, represents knowledge and knowledge is divine knowledge is very uh, important for our survival so that's why the book represents knowledge so even some of the things like uh, symbols like uh, beads like mala as they call beads or any holy symbols uh, if a cross i may not be a christian but if the cross is there on the floor i will not touch it with my foot i will pick it up and put it aside so because it is considered holy so this is a cultural thing honestly there is uh, there is no uh, real thing there but uh, it is a, it is a belief or it is an emotional attachment to this idea so when uh, when we do this thing so if i put a tattoo on my foot tattoo of uh, om or uh, the picture of ganesha or uh, some god or something then anyone uh, who is from the the hindu culture they look at it and they think that this is uh, irreverential it is considered as a, a blasphemy or what whatever it is considered as not correct like you know there was some time back there was a controversy they were putting pictures of gods and goddesses on doormats some chinese manufacturer was supplying them uh, doormats with all pictures of gods and goddesses uh, and toilet uh, ta- tiles with pictures of gods and goddesses this is definitely considered as very offensive uh, by a, a hindu person why because they are considered as uh, uh, as holy and they are being uh, ill treated whereas if somebody is putting them for example a tattoo on my shoulder or my on my arm um, on my back or something of a, of a picture of a god or something there is nothing wrong in it there is absolutely nothing wrong but if someone takes it offensive and says that oh this is bad this is wrong that is their problem because the whole thing is rooted in the yamas the first three yamas um those who are into yoga they know the yamas and niyamas the eight limbs of yoga yama niyama asana pranayama all that in the first three yamas one is ahimsa non violence or non hurting second one is satyam or truthfulness third one is asteya non stealing so the entire cultural appropriation thing is connected to the first three yamas because the intention is not to hurt anyone if my intention is not to hurt anyone if my intention is uh, is uh, is uh, is honest truthful authentic and it is also expressed in an appropriate manner so non hurtful communication uh, then it is not appropriation so when we start a, a yoga class with om we are not hurting or we are not doing any cultural appropriation when we understand the meaning of om 
we understand that om is the totality om helps in uh, gathering ourselves grounding ourselves a lot we can talk about uh, om for one hour so om practice so, om is not a religious symbol honestly speaking om when you understand om is similar to uh, amen or uh, alpha to omega some of the uh, explanations in uh, the christianity it says uh, one of the names of jesus is alpha to omega which is uh, same thing as uh, om which is uh, the first and the last uh, sound symbols put together so the om represents the totality and it helps in grounding so if we start with om and if a hindu person thinks that it is offensive or it is cultural appropriation they have not understood cultural appropriation this is not appropriation you have learnt it properly you understood the meaning and you are doing something with reverence similarly namaste so there is once you understand namaste namaste there is a podcast on namaste by me please listen to that so namaste when we understand uh, then we do it with that meaning and with that feeling then absolutely it is not appropriation similarly uh, teaching yoga different asanas names of asanas uh, if you use sanskrit yeah your pronunciation may have an accent doesn't matter my english is having an accent all the indians who speak english outside they have their own accent there is nothing appropriation about it so it is not uh, uh, i am stealing your language you know it's uh, it's not like that so it has to be understood some people are over reacting and they are thinking that this is appropriation but if we are doing it with a good intention and uh, in the right way then it is not appropriation similarly uh, acknowledging is a very important thing in this topic many times people take the other cultural things and they don't acknowledge we hear about these things a lot no initially most of the many of the music things were uh, from the blacks and they were taken away uh, and then appropriated and then they were never acknowledged many such things you can find uh, they were taken away uh, but they were uh, not acknowledged that is when it hurts people again it's connected to ahimsa non violence or non hurting because somebody takes away which is mine and then they don't even acknowledge that is when people get hurt so acknowledgement becomes very important acknowledgements also is a way of expressing our gratitude to the founders of that so it is good for us it's a developing gratitude which is a right attitude um, so uh, that will take care of that so yoga for example is from the indian roots uh, patanjali is not there around if, even if we don't acknowledge him or even if we don't say thanks to patanjali it doesn't matter to patanjali but it is for our own good that we do that this is similar to the uh, indian system or uh, the hindu system where they try to express their gratitude to the sun by sun salutations to the moon by the moon salutations pray to the mother earth they call the earth as mother because the earth is giving us they call mother cow because it's giving is all giving whatever is giving with patience is like mother taking care of us so this is these are some of the expressions uh, uh, which need to be acknowledged if we acknowledge the origins of it then we are not appropriating but this can happen with not only cultural appropriation this can happen to others also someone can take away your ideas 
and uh, copy paste them without acknowledging then you will be feeling a little bit pinch well, some people may be hurt deeply some people may be get that pinch sometimes it can hurt also in a financial way economically it may have some implications so stealing so which is definitely not in line with the yogic principles so one more thing comes is sensitivity and empathy for example if i am using some of the uh, symbols of others i need to be sensitive uh, to the feelings of that community how they will look at me if i am using this i am i am doing this what they are doing how do they feel sensitivity and uh, empathy towards them but there again as i mentioned if they are looking at it in a uh, over sensitive way or over reacting that is their problem uh, but we also have to see that out of 100 people how many take it that way many times uh, this is one of the very important human problems uh, you can look at it in your classroom setting also many of my listeners may be yoga teachers so that's why i am talking to them so for example you are teaching to a group of 30 people teaching yoga to a group of 30 people 27 people uh, like it and uh, two people are neutral to it and one person doesn't like your teaching and this one person will uh, give some adverse comments so how your mind operates you observe many times our mind is a peculiar funny mind the mind only focuses on criticism and takes all the 27 people's uh, good feelings for granted this is what i observed in my uh, experience in hundreds of uh, teacher trainings in yoga the teachers number of teachers they completely get uh, swayed or controlled by a few people criticizing them i used to tell them that don't look at the critics don't listen to the criticism you can listen to the criticism take the feedback constructive part of it utilize it for your growth but focus on people who are gaining uh, a lot from your teaching because then only your energies can remain positive and then you won't get drained but if you keep focusing on only the negative part only on people who are very critical of you uh those who are uh, those who somehow don't like you if you are focusing there if your uh, mental focus goes there you will be drained and all these people other 27 people as i mentioned in this uh, example they will be disappointed because your energy is not there into it but your energy is drained by this one or two people so the same thing happens here in cultural appropriation you may not be doing any appropriation you may be very uh Uh, your intentions are good you have learned something properly you have correct understanding of the thing and you have reverence and your expression is very right and you are acknowledging and you are sensitive to the other community and you are ready to accept your mistakes and change with all this also if somebody feels you are doing appropriation that is their problem and their numbers always are very small so my personal advice is don't bother too much about them just when they say that uh, when they comment or criticize just listen to it and uh, just smile and say that okay i will look into it um, maybe there is some truth in it i will look into it that's it and then just look into it think over it is it is there any reality in that comment then if there is any small element of reality in that comment you can make a small correction in your uh, uh, expression and then 
continue this is how we grow rather than be worried this part is very important because otherwise we miss on lot of good things because of late uh, people told me that they stopped saying namaste because it is considered cultural appropriation who is considering it as cultural appropriation people who are overreacting people who are very possessive this is a particular uh, new trend uh, they are becoming narrow minded and they are trying to be uh, possessive of everything that is where they are talking and very interesting thing is many of they those community people they themselves don't know the meanings of what they are doing for example people coming from the west to india they think that everyone in india will practice yoga everyone knows about everything no 95% people are even more 99% maybe not an exaggeration they don't know what they are doing you ask any women in india why they are wearing the red dot uh bindi they don't know they will they will tell some vague answer uh, or you ask them about yoga they most of them they don't know yoga some of them will say some exercise so that's all they know about yoga not more than that so and they do forget about practice this is a long 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 way to go and similarly many other things you ask them the meaning of namaste they don't know so don't think that these people know the things not only the common common people even some of the gurus they don't know what they are teaching that is one of the uh, worst things uh, they don't know the right meaning of namaste they don't know the meaning of festivals recently someone shared one video to me about a very famous uh, guru uh, meaning about the pavali or something i was shocked when i was listening to that that is not the meaning of the pavali at all but it has been told like that because uh, no they are trying to give some new meaning their own meaning they are creating so in fact that is worse than cultural appropriation because they are representing this culture but they are giving their own meanings with the uh, with the pressure because they want to give a new meaning whatever is not there before now they want to create a new meaning to it which is not having any authority anywhere in the entire ancient uh, traditional um, books so it's just from their own head they spin out a new meaning to it so that is worse than cultural appropriation and similarly uh, i'll give you a couple of other examples in india uh, many of the churches they copy all the hindu festivals so they have uh, different things they 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 light camphor they sing songs they have uh, uh, they sing the songs of uh, uh, jesus uh, with sanskrit names sanskrit name 108 names in the indian temples you have a, a way of worshiping a particular long procedure is there where the gods are worshiped when they are worshiping they put flowers on the god with calling their names like you know not calling names but uh, praising the god with uh, 108 names so that is a particular tradition is called uh, ashtotra shatanamavali so 108 names of god glories of god names of god so then they will so every mantra this each one is called a mantra like for example many of you know the mantra om namah shivaya so it is like the om gam ganapatiye namaha 
ಓಂ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನಮಃ ಜನರಲಿ ದೇ ಎಂಡ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದಟ್ ಓಂ ಶಿವಾಯ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಮಹೇಶ್ವರಾಯ ನಮಃ ಇಟ್ ಕಮ್ಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದಟ್ ಸೊ ನಾವು ಇನ್ ದಿ ಚರ್ಚಸ್ ಐ ಫೌಂಡ್ ಐ ವೆಂಟ್ ದೇರ್ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಐ ಸಾ ಐ ವಾಸ್ ಸರ್ಪ್ರೈಸ್ಡ್ ದೇವರ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ಓಂ ಯೇಶವೇ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಅಮ್ಮ ಮರ್ಯಾತನಯಾಯ ನಮಃ ಲೈಕ್ ದಟ್ ದೇ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಮೇಡ್ ಅಪ್ ಒನ್ ಹಂಡ್ರೆಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಏಟ್ ನೇಮ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಜೀಸಸ್ ಇನ್ ಸಂಸ್ಕೃತ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ದೇ ಆರ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ಇಟ್ so it is straight and many of the other things the processes of festival celebrations and everything are completely uh, completely copied from the hindu system and it is nothing to do with like orthodox church orthodox church they have their own systems but here they are doing it because many of the converts from hindu to christianity they are missing the temple procedure their temple festivals so the church found that we need to give them uh, the same stuff which they were getting there Uh, so that they will be happy that is one way of uh, integrating you can call it or maybe even appropriation i don't know but we need to look at these things when it comes to yoga i would like to say that we don't need to feel shy of uh, teaching all the things starting with a om if it appeals to you and doing namaste and also uh using the other symbolism of yoga which we use because uh, we talk about chakras we talk about gods we talk about the chakra mantras like yam lam vam all those things so all these uh, uh things can be done and without any trace of feeling of cultural appropriation as long as as i mentioned once again i would like to repeat is proper learning correct understanding having reverence and right expression acknowledging and having some sensitivity uh, this is enough so then we don't need to feel that we are appropriating anything if any person from india or uh, any ethnic community feels that it is a cultural appropriation they haven't understood cultural appropriation uh, it is uh, just a over reaction of them uh, with all our love and compassion uh, we just listen to them and we smile and we say we will look into that so that will be my approach at least uh, for this so if you have any questions maybe you can uh, email to me uh, on uh, i don't know how to admin at stirayoga.com admin at stirayoga.com or rishi sudhir at gmail.com you can write to me if you still have questions if you are already my friend on facebook or instagram you can uh, ask questions there also uh, if i didn't cover any aspect of it i don't mind taking up another podcast on this topic so thank you uh, wish you a wonderful time ahead ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ಯು